0: So I, I immediately started sticking um, or, or sneaking some things into there. So I'm obsessed with Post-it notes or sticky notes. Yeah. Um, so it was already up my alley to start doing things and learning how to pull them. Oh, yeah, I got some here myself. They're hidden under something. Oh, this is it here with some notes yes. on it already. They're all stuck to my keyboard, too, as well. Um, so I'm obsessed with uh sticking them on things. So when things like Last Planner System came out and such, all those things were right up my alley just because of my obsession with post-it notes alone. Um, So I immediately started sticking, you know, things all the way across uh, my desk and and such. And I started sneaking in things because at the time uh, I had recently trained the year before to be a uh, facilitator, and so I took this master class on facilitation, and so the two of those married together. I was like, I can totally do a sprint like right now <laughs> with a couple things that I have. I'm like, all right, let me gather some people and test it out.
1: Welcome to the EBFC Show, the easier, better, for construction podcast. I'm your host, Felipe Engineer Manriquez. This show is all about the business of construction. Today's episode is sponsored by...
2: Bosch Refine My Site is a cloud-based construction collaboration platform that applies lean principles to enable your entire team to plan, communicate, and execute in real time. It's the digital tool that works in tandem with your last planner system process and puts it all together in one simple collaborative ecosystem. Them. This easy-to-use platform is available in English, German, Spanish, Portuguese, and French and can be used on desktops, tablets, and mobile devices. According to Spencer Easton, scheduling manager at Oakland Construction,
0: RefineMySite, in my opinion, is the best, leanest tool on the market for the last climate
2: Here's what our users have to say. We've looked at three other digital scheduling platforms and none compare to the straightforward approach Refine My Site takes. From milestone planning all the way down to daily tasks, this program gives every general contractor and their trade partners meaningful collaboration, accountability, and KPIs. Register today to try Refine My Site for free for 60 days.
1: Today's show is also sponsored by the Lean Construction Institute. LCI is working to lead the building industry in transforming its practices and culture. Its vision is to create a healthy and thriving industry that delivers outstanding project outcomes every time for everyone. Check the show notes for more information. Now, to the show. Welcome to the show, Lashira Champion King. Hello, Lashira.
0: Hi, how are you today?
1: Surprise, I woke up and I was alive. So it was a beautiful day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Always a plus. I took your Scrum class. So I was all super excited about that. And when I saw you on LinkedIn, I, I followed the show, I believe beforehand. And then yeah, super thrilled, super big fan of yours. Um, especially after the, the exciting Scrum course that we had um, at the Lean Construction Institute uh, Congress there a few years ago. So yeah, super excited to be here. So there's a couple committees that I I, I chair um, at work and one is for quality. I do both uh, the quality, lean, and innovation uh, for Wallbridge and so in each of those meetings I find a way to sneak something small and um, it's going to expand here a little more uh, with the, the new innovation process that we're starting to roll out. I'm going to have what we, we're we going to call, I'm not going to call them sprints, I'm going to call them spark sessions. Yeah. However, um, yeah, it's my way of sneaking in some scrum and uh, getting people on board with, with seeing how exciting it could be.
1: Well, I sure, I got to tell you, this is right from Jeff Sutherland himself. He said, when they're deploying it, to name it for what makes sense for you and your organization. Yes,
0: yeah. absolutely. I think I've heard the, and I don't know if it was from him or, or yourself or someone that Verizon, uh, the phone company, was doing Scrum, and then, of course, they didn't want to say Sprint from the horizon and are like we're not calling anything sprints so i thought that yeah. was hilarious good scrum joke <laughs> yes it
1: is. oh my god this uh the competition is real tell the beautiful people all the listeners out there listeners we love you thank you for following watching listening worldwide we appreciate you please feel free as always to make comments we do respond and I encourage all my guests to respond as well like feel free to jump on in there and leave a review it's not going to hurt you to tell us what you love about this episode we'll share those on the website at theebfcshow.com LaShira please introduce yourself
0: Um, so my name is LaShira Champion King I work at Wallbridge in Detroit. I've been in construction for about 16 years. Like tons of people, I did not uh, intend on going into construction. I was an architecture student with a specialty in facilities management, um, and I never applied to work at Wallbridge, yet here I am. Uh, (laughs) I was searching for an internship, and I went down to the career services office while I was doing my undergrad, and when i said something about specializing in facilities management i had to explain what it was most people don't know what what that uh encompasses so i had to explain what that was and how it's tied back to architecture and uh that's how i i ended up in the in that particular field well it turns out that particular person went out with a person from walbridge that night they went out for drinks and whoever the person was that he had gone out with said, hey, you know, I've been busy because we we're starting this facility management uh, part of the business. And he said, hey, I met a lady. She's going to have a bachelor's degree <laughs> that specializes in facilities management. You know, maybe you should you two should talk. So he had given uh, Wallbridge my number, my information. I got a call and they're like, hey, you know, we'd like to have you come in for an interview. And I'm looking for, I was looking for an internship, but I was applying for jobs to do CAD. I was applying to like, uh, you know, reproduction companies. I, I was applying to everything except construction pretty much. And I go in for the interview and uh, the guy's like, hey, I'd, I'd love to hire you. It's like, OK, awesome. He says, do you know where you're going to work? I have no idea where I'm going to work. You know, yeah. you tell me where I'm assigned and and I'll show up. And he says, are you sure you don't know? Uh, well, it turns out it was directly across the street from where I lived. So it was awesome. <laughs> I got to walk across the street to work every morning. Um, and so it worked out well. And I stayed ever since They they welcomed me. Uh, with open arms. I, I've had tons of great experiences uh, throughout the 16 years. Just over time I started on the, the construction site. I've gone over to facility management side and done some pri- project management on that side too as well. Um, one of the things that happened, uh, if you read my first name, my first initial is L, and uh, before I was married my last name was just Champion. Um, so I was Lishira year a Champion. Well, we are a big lean organization we're huge on lean construction and our uh, business unit leader at the time said i got this idea you're gonna be our lean champion because (laughs) everybody was required to have a lean champion and i'm like is he doing this because you know hey i'm this low level person i'm entry level i just started here and he's giving me this responsibility (laughs) to do and he said no no that's not what it is He said, your first initial is L and your last name is Champion. And he thought it was the slickest thing in the world. So he says, when I go into the meetings, I tell them, my lean champion is L Champion. And no one knew who I was at the time. So it's hilarious as I met people and I said, hi, I'm LaShira Champion. And they're like, oh, you're the L Champion. You're the guy or the girl that they're talking about you know, nice to meet you. They didn't think it was a real person. They thought he was just saying that and like he was really the person in the background. Um, And so that's, that got me my start in lean. That was how I, I, I got started with doing uh, lean projects and learning more about lean construction and being on steering committees and such. That was kind of how I cut my teeth based on what my name is. And Uh, I remember him saying, if you ever get married, don't change your name. And it's like, (laughs) okay, (laughs) tell that to my future husband. And so um, then my husband met me. And of course, his last name is King. And he's like, you have to hyphenate because it would be the most awesome last name ever. Um, And so here I am, LaShira Champion King, the only guy that told your wife that you, you have to Hyphenate, hyphenate your name but
1: hyphenate last names i mean that's a whole It's a whole nother rabbit hole that uh we're not going to go yes. into in this uh, episode i think maybe <laughs> but uh do people ever ask you if champions your middle name
0: no i actually have never been asked that <laughs> well
1: let's start that right now
0: <laughs> it, it, they usually start off when they read it they're like you are awesome and i'm like him and they're like your name I love your name you know (laughs) I want to change my name to your name it's like okay (laughs) so that's that's pretty much the the extent of of what I get but yeah everywhere I go if I'm paying for something getting rental cars whatever it is it's oh my god I love your name
1: yeah I get a mix of that and engineers your middle name
0: (laughs) your parents were determined to
1: just like it was
0: destiny figure out your path
1: destiny. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. It's <laughs> amazing.
1: What did you learn first about lean after you got uh, made the L champion for Wallbridge?
0: So part of being the the lean champion, the the first thing of course was the the cost side of it and 5S was kind of the two things um that kind of slapped me in the face at the same time, um learning Uh, to manage various projects all at once, too, is another piece of it. And so you go over here and um, listening to ideas, getting people to um, develop their ideas. Some people have very good ideas and they don't always know how to articulate it. And so gaining the people skills to uh, coach people through how to, to get to that end point and then the other side of that is just the the joy of being able to accomplish a project uh if you will and helping people to realize oh wait i did that you know and so people that that sense of accomplishment um is always worth its weight in gold uh to watch someone develop to that point um but some people don't they they know they have an issue or they know they they have an idea and they don't always um see themselves as a person that can champion something like that and so a lot of times that became a part of the thing too and it's like wait a minute we you know we can do this um there's a, a young lady that i had had a an instance with that like that with and i died started coaching her and getting her eyes to see a lot of the lean ideas and Getting her to open up her perspective, and now I I, I can't turn her off. <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> do you have an off button? Well, I got this idea, and then we're working on this project over here, and we just saved X amount of dollars over here for this, and now you know that we have the short version. I can't turn her off now, um, because of of the coaching, but um, it is refreshing to see that in return that now she's a champion for a business unit. Um, pretty much she's unofficially. Um, serving as the champion um, and of course the leader appreciated it, appreciates it because she's so excited about it and um, she started to get other people excited about it so I like that it's, it's cascading in the way that it has but I learned from the beginning that I had to create that joy and excitement uh, because again I was this entry-level person and they probably thought I didn't know what I was talking about but when they started to realize I could shoot three-pointers like Steph Curry and then she helped me realize this. <laughs> then that kind of became, you know, a, a favorite to to a lot of those folks.
1: That's beautiful. And I, I love how you're you're using enthusiasm and positivity to spread it. I mean, that is like right on point. When I, when I first started getting into this, there's not like a, a book for people yes. like us to just be like, here, now you're a champion. Just follow these steps. It's pretty much every organization's like, we know we need to do this. We know we need to put somebody on this. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they make decisions to uh, to pick their champions for different reasons. And psychology is a big part of it.
0: And I'm generally not a person that would have gotten into that. I'm very introverted and such. But um, again, if you you can find the, the joy and the passion in something, um, and sometimes that joy is camouflaged as something that's very painful to you. Um, and so you know getting those those pains and turning it into um, something more tangible and then something um, that gives you that sense of accomplishment uh, is huge. And so that's how it ended up working out. But yeah, those conversations did not start off with <laughs> you know, me being this cheerleader and, and everybody's just running. Uh, it, it, it took some, finessing and some developing for me to learn to do that.
1: Yeah, you've been in it for a while. I like, too, that you, you focused early on facilitation. Was that something that you reached for and pulled for, or is that something that was just, like, happening and you just took advantage of it?
0: A, a little bit of both. Some people, it's, it's. I guess sometimes our, our CEO has told me one time, I just like it better when you say it. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> and so that's how it, it kind of turned on to, okay, now here's the the facilitation piece, and then yeah, I eventually got some formal training for it and such. But I've been told that a number of times. Um, of course, the most honorable one was the the uh, CEO. Uh, he didn't have to explain why he wanted me to do a specific thing. He said, "You know, I want you to do it. And you know, I, I'm sorry. I know you have this this big workload, but it it just sounds so much better when you know when you're saying it. It's like, oh, okay, cool, thank you." Um. Yeah, and so I just started to see that I had a knack for it, despite being so introverted. Um, and here I am.
1: Yeah, I would never guess that you're introverted. I saw you presenting at the Link Construction blog and the field conference recently. I was captivated during your presentation. Wow. It was, it was. Thank you. Yeah, you're really good. You're really good. I really enjoyed it a lot. I was on the edge of my chair and uh, wow. you were, yes, I was, you got to go back and watch, <laughs> go back and look at, uh, I blew you up in the chat. I mean, it was like, I was in wow. there in the pocket with people. And, you know, a lot of the concepts that you were sharing around continuous improvement and innovation, diversity, equity, inclusion, these are topics that, you know, some select people have a lot of knowledge in and then overall in the industry, awareness can be quite low in some of these different areas. I'd like to unpack, you know, one of those, let's go, let's start easy first, start with continuous improvement. Let Let me hear your your take on it and just your opinion. And if you could share a story that kind of brings it to life, that would be just extra credit.
0: Uh, for me, um, just going a little bit with the the love hate thing that I was just talking about having so much joy and sometimes that joy, is uh... camouflaged a little bit in something that is very painful to you so for me continuous improvement is just loving something uh... to the extent uh... that you decide to improve it and to make it better and to refine it and to build upon that relationship the same way that you would do in the marriage uh... You, you're not doing the same things that you did ten years ago in the marriage you you've refined and um, just grown together and such. And it's the same thing in those relationships uh, with what you do for a living and, and anything else that you'd like to do. You'd like to get better at it um, over time, but it's loving it enough to be able to do it, not to do it just to, to say, okay, we, did, we improved. Uh, it worked out. Uh, one of those items was when I I was um, in the project management sides of things and um, having efficiencies on project sites and so sometimes I was on very large sites where there was a lot of walking through facilities and such Um, and you know some of those plights that I had those things that wore me out at the end of the of the day I said hey there's a better way to do this and so I came up with ways to automate pieces Um, sometimes there was things just as simple as spreadsheets and such. And I started to develop these items and some pieces that that would save uh, these project managers quite a bit of time. And when it came time for me to test it out, I had to go to just three different types of sites. And I said, hey, you know, can I use your computer? I need to test the firewall um, to see if we could get through to have these specific um, tasks do what I needed to do in order, and each time I got one reaction was a lady. She said I didn't. I had to keep from saying this out loud because I didn't know you well enough to know if you could take the joke. But she said I wanted to kiss you when I saw what that thing did, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, great. And there's another older gentleman. Um, and for years after he saw me, um, he wanted his site to be the flagship site for. Uh, the kickoff of this and he's like I, I, I need you to th- that thing that thing you had I, I need that I need you to go to my site over here and I need we need to be the first and I need this and so <laughs> it was that success but the savings and time with just approvals and equipment and getting your materials and uh, there were so many things all in one encompassing and the job uh, was like a 30 percent uh, time avoidance where you could really shift your time over to something else rather than do these things that would take uh, a long time to do. But again, just loving being able to take that whole picture um, and then just put it in order. Uh, For me, it's like doing a puzzle, which I like to do from time to time. I was able to just put something in order and it ended up working out. And so, again, it was good to look at the end and see man this project really worked out and yeah those those project managers were pretty thankful to to see that time savings and in, in a lot of instances it ended up being cost savings too as well as well as their sanity um you know it it could have it could be really tiresome from day to day with some of the the requirements and then how you had to move things around and um it preserved people so there's that respect for people again that 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 preservation uh, was much appreciated.
1: I find that the continuous improvement and respect for people, when done well, intertwine like DNA, like a double helix. Mm-hmm. One without the other is just noisy information.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like that story.
1: That uh, I mean, you're you're talking about making an improvement for people, and you tested it, you did an experiment, and you saved hours. Would you say hours per day or hours per week? That for those projects?
0: oh, it was definitely hours per day. Which is just, just just some of the being able to to automate and like i said sometimes it was just listing it was simple as just being able to list something um to allow people but the the process improvements it was it was a big overall process improvement uh, humongous. I I took the the whole job description and just kind of worked backwards from there. Like, okay, we have to do these things, these things, these things. And um, just like you just said, I went daily, weekly, monthly. What are these deliverables? What is this specific customer asking for? What's this specific customer? And sometimes it consisted of me interviewing others, saying, okay, you know, do they ask you for these things? And then it's yeah. And then I also have to have one of these. Um, and so yeah, I just ended up working for there and I I became engrossed in it for a few months. And when I finally hit a point in saying, hey, do you mind if we test this thing out? It immediately turned into them shaking me saying, (laughs) I need this now, (laughs) like, okay, (laughs) I'll see what I can do.
1: I mean, I just think of like all the project managers listening out there and I know you're out there listening and watching. You can save hours a day by doing an experiment and having a dedicated person in your company helping you with that, what would that be worth to you? Hmm. It sounds like it's worth a lot. It's at least worth a kiss. We know that it's worth a kiss, and we know that it's worth what did people wanting to be the guinea pig and doing the first trials. It sounds incredible.
0: Like I said, it, it's wonderful, and and now we have other similar projects uh, to that, seeing the same results, but it's and now the one that. They have going i i didn't um do that one myself but um yeah the same results were there they're seeing a lot of the savings throughout wallbridge um just based on having um the specific operations guide that that was put together by our management team and so um i i was just a smaller scale version of it and now it, it's humongous someone else has taken it on and it's it's huge Um, so yeah, it, it just, it, it's refreshing to see. And like I say, I geek out on things like that. So, um, yeah, it works well.
1: Perfect. And so that, uh, you kind of hit on continuous improvement, respect for people, double duty right there in that story. I like that. Can you also unpack a little bit of the diversity, equity, inclusion that you talked about on your presentation? for people that don't know. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think a lot of people, I had gotten a couple notes from um, some other people um, and a lot of them got out of the, the kick out of the story about Noah's Ark um, and and my belief that Noah's Ark only survived because of the diversity, equity, and inclusion that um, consisted of putting together the the Ark, you know, um the the flood destroyed everything in its path there were other sturdy structures out there that could have been destroyed but i believe the survival and the thriving um of noah's ark was because of what was inside of the ark all the value of all those things and people and animals and whatever else was in there all those things put together um i think is what caused it to rise above Uh, the flood and so it's the same difference today people who are surviving in this time in this pandemic um, in all the uncertainty if you pay attention they have um, been very intentional about their inclusive excellence Um, they've been very intentional about those things Uh, I also talked a little bit about how um, you know a storm in the Sahara um, also fertilizes the Amazon, you know this is the things that are are very far away from each other, but it shows how one part plays um it, it it's a necessity for for the other part, no matter how far away, no matter how far fetched um everything has its own purpose and and every person brings their their own perspective to the table and so it's things like that that show us you you hear in the the health industry. Uh, You hear things about your gut health. Now they're saying that that's your second brain or it really is your brain. It's the state of your gut. Well, the way that the bacteria and and such is broken down in your gut, if you throw that out of balance, the next thing you know, you've got an autoimmune disease. You've got all types of allergies. You have what they call leaky gut. Uh, But getting those things back into balance, bringing that population back, uh, into the correct diversity is optimally, w- would make your body operate optimally. Um, and so that that diversity, equity, and inclusion is all around us. Um, just being able to have not only different types, but being able to meet each person where they are. When you meet each person where they are, you'd be surprised at the results that you get out of people just by meeting them um, where they are. And I believe I told the story about the, the carpenters Uh, who were Spanish speaking um, and terrified to to meet others. And then there was a little bit of uh, teasing that was going on. But when they were met where they are, they were able to catch the schedule up. Um, And it it, it was pretty, uh, um, there was some pretty dire needs there in terms of catching up. And Um, working around some circumstances with the weather and such. Um, But they were able to do that when the confidence was there. Uh, Once that was moved out of that barrier was moved out of the way and they realized, hey, I'm welcome. I'm included, you know, and other people learned to to say Buenos Dias and such who uh, weren't open to that previously. Well, it all worked out in the end um for us to meet some goals that we had um as a project team not just being friendly to each other but now we can meet the project goals that we may not have met without uh having that level of buy-in from those carpenters
1: those are some really good powerful stories and it takes many to make it happen i think now with
0: absolutely construction. and you you think about most of the tools that we have last planner system what what are you how are you doing last planner system to its fullest potential, to its fullest extent, uh, without some level of diversity, equity, and inclusion. You're meeting whomever, um, you're meeting that person where they are to say, hey, if I can finish this area by this time, or oh wait, I need to get in that area for this. Okay, and, and you have these folks working together. Um, each of the trades are able to work together and, and have that conversation with each other. But if you were really doing that, um, and and working last planner system to the extent and to the level of power that it really has, try including that that element, the diversity, equity, inclusion. If you were being intentional about that, what would that look like? What 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 would you accomplish, or what's able to be accomplished? Um, through the something like glass planner system.
1: It does lower the barriers down for communication. I mean I've seen you know construction in the United States in particular, superintendents tend to come up through carpentry and, and that type mm-hmm. of trade for the most part. And then you know there's a movement now where there's some college educated superintendents as well. We're seeing more and more of that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it tends to be like uh, consolidated in carpentry. And and, yes. and Last Planner, Absolutely. I've seen exactly that thing where all of a sudden now, because of the structure and the framework of, of the system, people are connecting like, a, you know, the painter can say something that impacts the plumber, that could impact the framer, that could impact the glazer. And you get innovation and ideas sparking from people yeah, yeah. and different experiences that you never would have even thought to ask the caulker, like, why should this uh, fire sprinkler pipe be done in a certain way? And all of that is possible because everyone gets a voice.
0: You said it perfectly. Just the things you wouldn't have thought to ask. And even um, being the person on the other end, if I'm the painter, the the carpenter, the plumber, things that they may have not thought to say, oh, yeah, I I need so-and-so-and-so. And so so even the things that they may be forgetting, um, you're capturing so much of that. I'm sure someone's doing a study somewhere on... um, what this captures, it's hard to, to articulate that or, or to measure that, but the, it's huge. Um, so you you think of foundational uh, tools like that in the the lean construction world, and um, how those things are applied again, not just at the friendly note level, but you can actually you know get get some production going um, with these types of things and and innovation, and and it's it could be life changing. Um, based on, on these types of things. If you can change up the way uh, that you work to make it that much easier. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I, I love it. I am missing uh, when I, I listen to your show or, or I watch sometimes we, we haven't had any sound effects. <laughs> Where are all those sound effects? <laughs> That's a part of what yeah. does it for me. That's a, I usually make my own noises, yeah. but uh, so you that, know,
1: uh, I yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That came up on another show. So yeah, there is a there is a sound effect board. It's uh, it's it's here. It didn't get taken from me, but the the editing team is having an issue with how the the sound effects get unsynchronized with the audio.
0: Ah, gotcha. And so
1: gotcha. we've had to like scale back to so, like I've got another. There's another backup mic right here. <laughs> there's like two microphones, <laughs> yeah, you know, just in case. And I mean there's even a there's a third microphone even here just in case. <laughs> it's like I love it. It's ridiculous here with what we have like backup systems for backup systems. But yeah. I'll bring some sound effects in because that is t- super typical of how I operate. You're too right. <laughs> and that yeah, I've had actually one person complain that they they thought it was too many sound effects, that this should be a little more professional. Oh
0: no, I think it's awesome. <laughs>
1: For anyone that says sound effects don't belong on a, on a professional podcast, you are incorrect. There you go. They always right. belong. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. The sound effects get me excited too. I've even seen in Last planner System in design, there was a, a series of meetings I got to participate in, and there was a lead consultant for the architect. It came wow. to one of the early meetings. This is LEED, Leadership in Energy and Energy Environmental Design. Oh, yeah, Design. yeah, yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. But just for everybody else, because I always, I promise everybody that when we say acronyms, I will do my best to spell it out at least one time or put it in the show notes. And, yes, people, check out the show notes. There's some good links in there.
0: Yeah. We're a can of alphabet soup here in the, the construction industry, so we have all these abbreviations for everything. But awesome. So you said you had a – a lead consultant that came in early on.
1: She came in early on to one of the meetings and this was early before this was right around schematic design, starting to take shape in last planner system. We had to go around and everybody had to contribute. And this, I was the facilitator. And I said, you know, we'll go around and I want you to introduce yourselves as what you're responsible for, not what your title is. And it's, and I told people like, it's just for me. So I can understand like who's in the room, what voices there are, and who should I need to call on? If, if we need to get there, this person had said, you know, afterwards in the plus Delta, like one of the first meetings where they actually got to speak and contribute. And then they came, they wow. kept coming back to all these subsequent meetings, like week after week, after week, after week. And Love it. That, it was an incredible project. They finished the design. I, I want to say about 12 10 months. Let me not exaggerate 10 months earlier than originally scheduled by a critical path method schedule. I
0: love it. 10
1: months earlier is just impressive. And and the people credited to just having the ability to talk and be heard and, and even getting some of those things on like the lead scorecard up in front of people at exactly yes. the right time when structural mm-hmm. engineers needed to hear it and the architect needed to hear it so they can have those conversations and trade-offs and not just try to make something work.
0: I absolutely love it. Not to yes. say that
1: they can't just make it work because people are so creative as you know.
0: They are, they, they are. They're
1: super creative, but which? why does it have to be so hard?
0: And what you just said is so much easier. Um, I actually learned a, a little bit of a game that I used to facilitate um, at the beginning when we're doing, it really starts off with team building, but the same thing, if you get all the players at the table um, it, it's huge there in the beginning. Um, and this one customer, um, was famous for being, um, you know, the meetings were for answering emails. That's, <laughs> that's what she was there for. I'm going to answer these emails. Um, and I turned into, into, you know, Hey, take out this sticky note and give me two gifts and a hook is what we call it. So two gifts that you bring to the table, these two things that you think you could do for the, this project while, while we're, Um, going through X number of months of this project, and then the one hook. And the hook was the thing that will hold your attention for the entire duration of this meeting. Um, So I was able to collect all those items and make sure that we got to each of those and the same thing, the same results. As soon as we had gotten through the list of those items, uh, those offenders who thought that the meetings or or these team buildings were going to be answering emails, all shut their computers and we're fully engaged, laughing, talking, um, and really um, getting some of the planning done. Uh, as you know, for, for people like us and, and lean and uh, quality, planning is, you know to a quality and lean person is what PPE is to safety. Um, and so it's so essential at the beginning of the project and it makes everything so much better. Um, at the end, so when we do close outs and do a lot of the lessons learned and such, and we have those pieces, it's so much different when you have that level of participation from the beginning.
1: Now, give me that one more time, so you you said on your single sticky note, you wanted two what in the hook
0: so it's called two gifts, and actually, I could probably send you the the whole I think I have instructions for how to do it, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, written out somewhere that would be, uh, lovely. but on the the sticky note. Um, we use the Hoyloo huddle walls. Um, okay. I, I know everybody has some version <laughs> of that. And so, you know, you can get sticky notes that don't show up until you, you have them revealed. So, yeah, everybody got a sticky note that they thought they were privately writing this. And they're like, Do you want my sticky note? But it's two gifts. So, two things that you believe you bring to the table. So, for me, I'm the lean person. and. Um, you know, I'll make sure we keep our ISO stuff in order because I'm the quality person, I'm just making these things up. And then, you know, the hook, the thing that would keep me engaged the entire time for um, the duration of this meeting or the duration of the project or or whatever you like it to be. But that particular day I said, for the duration of this meeting, um, what's the thing that would keep you hooked and keep you engaged throughout the the whole four hours that we're gonna be here?
1: That is just lovely. And see people, you can have an amazing meeting in four hours where computers are closed and people are engaged.
0: Yes. For a person who doesn't attend any, they, they are not, you're going to lose him in 45 minutes and the, everyone left more refreshed. It wasn't 12 hours, <laughs> but they left. They left more refreshed than the beginning of the meeting. At the beginning, it's like, how long is this thing going to take? Cause I got so-and-so and so-and-so and when we were done, um a few of those individuals came back around and they kept saying that was really a good meeting and like I'm, I'm glad we didn't waste the the 3 hours that time it was 3 hours there you go um but yes there's there's tons of tools like that to uh help us have that level of engagement
1: i think that's an understated gift too people that are listening all of us in the construction industry we're engaged in meetings millions of hours a week mm-hmm. all across the world I, I can't remember the exact statistic but it's like an inconceivable amount of time that we spend in meetings, and very few meetings start with an icebreaker or a team-building activity. But the ones that do, my goodness, they are so
0: different. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, they're so different. So if you're if you take nothing else away from this exchange, start doing that. Try the two gifts and the hook, especially for your longer meetings. I think, and uh, we'll put the directions in there for everyone to try it. I think you'll be really, really impressed. Come out of meetings being refreshed? Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
0: That's unheard of. Wait a minute. (laughs)
1: It's unheard of. I'm like,
0: what are you you telling us? And
1: was that, uh, that was in person, that last one, that three-hour one? Or was that uh, virtual?
0: Uh, So it was a hybrid. Um, So I had some that were in the room, and that was the other challenge. It's hybrid. So there's some people who, uh, you know, they were probably checking emails at first, and then, uh, once we, we got engaged it, it, uh, at the end, yeah, it, 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 it was very nice.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's still COVID season for now. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so this, these things can work in person, hybrid or all of virtual. So it's totally yes. possible. I like that. Can you tell me a story that conveys a time that you helped somebody or it could be yourself?
0: So one of the bigger things that I do, especially, um, when I'm mentoring and such, Um, and actually this was asked of me at an event I had gone to and it was actually, um, well, I won't mention the name, but it's a person who's famous (laughs) who actually said this and he said, you have to do the thing that you would do for free every day. Um, And so that's usually when I come across people who are stuck, uh, who don't know what to do, who are confused. And I ask them, besides eating, sleeping, watching TV, playing video games, if there was something that you could do and you would do it, even if it was for free, if you never got paid for it, what is that thing? And whatever that thing is, that's the thing that you should pursue.
1: I've never heard that advice before. Can you name the famous person or you can't even name them?
0: Well, I I guess I could if you don't mind, but it was actually Tavis Smiley. Um, And it was some time ago that there was an event and it's like, oh, you know, I don't know. I'm sure. And he said, pick the thing that you would do for free every day. And that's the thing you should do. And so, yeah, that that attitude and that mentality always led me to something, even things I didn't know that I would be doing. Like being a lean champion, <laughs> it, led <me> into, <laughs> it led me into these things, but it, it turned out to uh, just be super rewarding for me um, using that mentality before I, I start to do things.
1: Well, that resonates with me 100%. 100%. I love that. I think that that's worthy of a bill.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so now, I, now it's just out. Like it's, I can't put it away now.
0: That's right. <laughs> We have to do it. <laughs> you encourage me, so
1: there you go. So for any, like again, anyone who said uh, sound effects are not appropriate, no, you're wrong. They are. That's right. <laughs> uh, you mentioned one of my favorite subjects. And now you talked about what would you do for free no matter what. I mean, for me, it's obviously it's scrum. I would do that for free no matter what. Can you tell me a story about some ninja scrum that you got going on? And you can change the names of the guilty to protect the innocent if you need to. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: There have been times uh, in, in my facilitation, we break these out by business units, sometimes sometimes it's at a project level, uh, but it turned into getting annual initiatives uh, completed was the, the task, and it's we need to do this thing, and so after we had gotten the prioritization, uh, it borderline turned into a stand-up meeting, and okay over the next you know I didn't get to stick with the two weeks for the sprint it was well within the next month we'll say by this date we're gonna have this thing um and so Yeah, it turned into facilitating, okay, so you can do this by this and if you talk to so-and-so every three days, you probably could have this and and so I was able to slide it in that way. Um, I've already told you my plans uh, for my, my what I'm calling Spark sessions. Uh, A lot of those are going to end up being um, scrum items that I'll start off facilitating. I wanna become a master facilitator. I wanna be uh, a scrum master. Um, I got to work on that. Yeah. but I know um, a guy that yeah, actually oh.
1: offers that course that's uh, focused for the construction industry. It's this guy. So <laughs>
0: yes, I was gonna <laughs> say I, I think I've seen him before. Yeah. we'll put <laughs> we'll
1: put a link to that type of training in the show notes. I yeah. encourage you, Bashira, to also click on that link when you need to.
0: <laughs> I will. I will absolutely <laughs> click on the link <laughs> um, because I want to do that. I've been sliding it into people, but uh, yeah, as I, I help coach with some of those ideas and projects, that those turned into projects and such so that we were able to develop those those ideas and innovations and such. Um, that is absolutely how we're going to uh, facilitate a lot of those and get people on the, the cadence of, of utilizing Scrum and so. I'm super excited about that. Um, I'm ordering some extra sticky notes just because of that, because of my obsession. <laughs> <laughs> so...
1: <laughs> I approve of your obsession. <laughs> so, um, and I encourage you. If you need me to pour gasoline on that anywhere, I will. Let's keep that fire burning listen. strong.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Let's keep it going. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, I'm tickle pink about doing all those
1: things we had some initiatives we were doing some changes and at at the midnight hour they said hey why don't you facilitate this next portion of this and i said i'll be happy to (laughs) so so i turned it into a scrum and we had i think we had uh 10 different scrum teams and we took something that should have taken what everyone said a reasonable amount of time would have been two years and we did it in five months i mean i'm just saying Scrum is powerful. So, and I never told it's people, very powerful. never told anybody. I said, Hey, congratulations. You're now on a scrum team. I told some of them after the fact where they said that, that they're like, we think that happened too quick. Happen too fast and like like the people you work with they have day jobs too trying to do these initiatives right right?
0: but yeah getting them to to talk it through and and, then again it's another one of those times where they walk away refreshed because they're like we can do this you know so they realize that that you know what their abilities are and so yeah then it brings back that whole joy of being able to to accomplish these things so yeah i love i love it
1: yeah ninja scrum you got to add that to your social media tagline
0: that, that That's, yeah, that's going to be it. I'm going to make a video yeah. for it and everything. It's going to yeah. be great.
1: <laughs> LaShira Champion King, Ninja Scrum Master. Yes.
0: <laughs> I need a sound effect for that. Like, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's going to be the sound of a...
1: <laughs> yeah, let's, let's see, what do we have here in the menu? here. I
0: don't know what we have that, that equates to, to a ninja. But <laughs> that works. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, you would have gone for a couple bells. <laughs> But uh, I came in on the clutch. I mean, this sounded too, too formal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like we're, I guess we're going to yes. go into a battle, but it's not uh, <laughs> It's not quite the battle. It's actually,
0: No, no, we're all working together here.
1: It's quite easy. You've got your sparks set up. You call them your spark sessions.
0: I'm going to call them spark sessions, yes. Yep, sparking, sparking the idea.
1: I tell people too, Lashira, when you're checking in and you're doing the check in the daily scrum, as we call it in the official by the guide, you can just call it a, a check-in meeting. For teams that are co-located, they check in. It's called daily scrum because it has to happen every day. It's just the scrumlicious right there. <laughs> <laughs> so now- I'm
0: stealing that, by the way, scrumlicious. I am absolutely yeah. ste- stealing that.
1: Steal it, take it, scrumlicious. We'll have to make a video about that. <laughs>
0: right
1: (laughs) it's like how do you scrum Scrum scrumliciously yes (laughs)
0: live life scrumliciously yeah
1: Yeah, you can get a lot of things done with scrum and you get into that flow state it takes advantage of where we like to be in that flow state and things are just start to fire and you lose track of time that's exactly where you want to be in one piece flow Watch out, everybody! The Sheer is doing some ninja scrum. spark right. sessions. Yeah, the secret's out now. It's still ninja. Right. I mean, they're not going to. They know.
0: all know. <laughs> they're not
1: going to know it's coming, even when it happens. Maybe they'll ask afterwards. Maybe. So I've
0: had it happen. <laughs> they're
1: like, "What is this thing we're doing? It's just so different from the
0: whatever." It's the, the same way I I, I slid in a three, thinking the same way. Oh,
1: it's another oh, thing yeah, that I, I, I love you. too.
0: I, yeah, I slid that in the same way. And hey, remember that thing you had and you said, I love this and this is perfect. I I was putty in your hands when I read this. I was like, did you realize it was an A3? Oh, wait a minute. It is an A3. Uh Yeah.
1: You know this, but for other people listening, A3 is not just the size of paper outside of the United States because in the US we don't use ISO standard size papers. We use ANSI, A-N-S-I, because this is America. (laughs) Right. <laughs> we, we're still not metric yet. I think the government threatens for us to go metric like every other year.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> you're about s- right. I didn't think about that, but yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs>
1: happening. The whole basis of the A3 is built on PDCA, plan to exactly. check adjust. And Jeff, when he was developing Scrum and really formulating the framework and getting the theory down, he based it on exactly PDCA as well. Mm-hmm. So I tell people like, if you're doing an A3, you're actually doing a version of Scrum. Yeah. <laughs> as is Tag Time, as is Last Planner System.
0: Oh yeah, every, every single one.
1: Do you feel like after you learned a little bit of Scrum, because you'd already been dabbling in Last Planner, did it change how you did Last Planner afterwards?
0: It did change how I viewed it and, and things that I would suggest to people. And it's like, well, wait a minute, now I can do, <laughs> you know, so that I, that when you learn a new trick, it's just kind of like, uh, now now let's try it this way. And so... Um, yeah, I think it, it did change my perspective on, on how to, how to do effectively do Last Planner and how to apply it, um, from place to place to having to, to keep it flexible. Um, that flexibility is always, you know, key. Um, that part of it really, um, helped me be a lot more creative.
1: Creativity in the Lean program from the quality champion person's mouth themselves. That's right. It's all possible. Look, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're having fun. We got sound effects going. We're talking about all these lean tools. Have you dabbled in any uh, value stream mapping yet, too?
0: So I have a little bit, and I had to pause on that specific project that I was doing it on. But I will be back. It, it, it will happen again.
1: Nicholas Modig, and he wrote the the book. This is lean. Okay. He does okay. this TED talk where he's going through all these different examples on how a patient is treated in the healthcare system uh, in Sweden. And I, I watched it again recently and I was like, I'll be darned, he just described value stream mapping without ever saying value stream mapping.
0: Most people don't realize it's it's more common sense than, than anything.
1: Two books on it that are like, one's a textbook and uh, the other one's like, it's the Mike Rother, John Shook learning to see value okay, stream yeah. mapping mm-hmm. book. It's good stuff. All those people that you work with in your organization inside and outside. Of Wallbridge, where you work do you ever come across people that you get the impression that the word lean has some negative connotations
0: i have had that yeah absolutely i have had that one part of it which is i think with anything is just the lack of understanding and 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 them not having the Success. So it goes back to me showing people the possibilities that are there and also getting them to see that the, the most painful thing that you are going through on your project uh, can turn into your greatest joy and your greatest success through a lot of these uh, lean tools and uh, concepts. And so, yeah, I've I've gotten the you're going to make me say I'm going to save all this money and all this time. And then you're going to make me clean everything up. And then you're going to make and then, and then those people end up being your biggest advocates in the end uh, when they're able to see those successes and, and see how it's easy for them. Um, it's so much easier when you, you're able to communicate effectively what's in it for them. Uh, without that, sometimes there are some people that, uh, yeah, they they come in and. They, they hear that job title. They hear the lean managers here. And yeah, I, I've gotten the person that's like, well, I'm going to tell you what I'm not doing today. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, listen, oh, all I said was good morning. That's all I said. <laughs> you know, what do you want? Um, Yeah. But then now some of those people are my greatest advocate. Yes, it, it happens.
1: <laughs> this is like therapeutic for me. Thank you, LaShira, though. <laughs> and, and me
0: too. I, I I just got my... Yeah, I vented about the, the the guy. I thought it was going to drop down my throat when all I said was "Good morning." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had a superintendent one time tell me. He said, "So you think you're going to teach me how to do my job?" And I was, and I said I hadn't even said "Good morning" yet. At that point, that was like <laughs> the first thing, and that uh, it had a happy ending for both of us. But I love it. Yeah, I love it. And that.
0: superintendents are my favorites because they're that way. They, they are my favorites, you know, sitting through the uh, the AGC lean courses and, and sitting through those modules and, you know, I, I hear the whole role. I don't know how all the superintendents got on the same row, but they're all, <laughs> I ain't doing that. I'm not doing that. And then at the end, they're all like working together on the, the project group work, like, oh man, if I do this, then I can do, I was like, I, I love the change, love the change.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's always awesome to watch.
1: Lean is learning.
0: That's right. It's a
1: common thread. It has been my honor and privilege to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm giving you the last word.
0: Pick the thing that you would do for free every day and make sure that's the thing that you're actually pursuing and doing.
1: Very special thanks to my guest. I'm Felipe Engineer Manriquez. The EBFC show is created by Felipe and produced by a passion to build easier and better. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, everybody. Let's go build.